Welcome to Scrubby Handshakes, episode 45. We're on the juniors, episode 3, season 7. And let's see, how do we want to kick today off? Uh, I don't know, got good coffee going. Got myself some slightly greasy hands from the lovely croissant I had from the bakery down the street this morning. Um, beautiful days here right now, but it is hot in Virginia. <laughs> I mean, you could literally bake in your car. I, I, I really bet you could. I, I saw this recently in, in Phoenix. A guy baked cookies in his car. He took a sheet of cookies and you know, like frozen cookie dough, whatever, put them in his car and the dang things baked. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on, but it is too hot for joy. I haven't been baking partially for that reason. It's like, it's just so uncomfortably hot. I have not even wanted to get in the kitchen. So I've not done much. I did uh, start my second batch of vanilla though. So I got uh batch number two going oh, went a little hog wild on this one. Um, so, uh, used vodka as most of the base, but then I mixed in, made two, two big bottles of it. Cause you know, I, you buy a big bottle of vodka and then you've got, okay, I can spread this out into two separate bottles and Added some rum to one, added some bourbon to the other. So I've got bourbon vanilla and rum vanilla going right now. So excited to see how those turn out. So probably in about, I don't know, eight to 10 weeks, we'll, we'll see how it's doing. Um, I went and got, uh, so I'm trying something again as well. I say you can reuse vanilla beans to a degree. Um, so I kind of took like not quite half of the vanilla beans out or in the bottles currently. Uh, gonna use the seeds. I'm gonna scrape the seeds out of them and use those for, um, uh, for something. I think I gotta think how I would use that. But uh, now I think they're probably vodka infused seeds. Better be careful with that one. But um, uh, the then I would kind of replace them with fresh seeds, uh, pods. So uh, you know, kind of doing re recycle, reuse, recharge when you can. But then you supplement with some new ones as well, so you can still get a great flavor out of it. So I'm trying that. Let's see how this goes. I mean, worst case, I, you know, take the older pods out and recharge with new ones again, just to 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 keep the thing, uh, keep the thing going. So I don't think I have a problem. I just hope the hope the rum and the bourbon both come out. I, I did the rum one last time. I used, I think, about the same amount of rum. I didn't really measure. I just kind of looked at the bottle. Said, yeah, that's about right. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, so I got that rolling. Uh, uh, some G Great British Bake Off news. We've got a new season of professionals coming to the to the U.S. I think it's already aired and stuff for the most part in the U.K. Uh, it's now on Netflix here in the U.S. So um, I'm excited to, to watch it. I mean, I, I didn't love the professionals. It's it's probably of my least favorite series of the GBBO franchise, but I I kind of started to get into it towards the end. I, I started to, to kind of mingle a little bit better with the characters and understanding it for what it was. I know from some of our listeners that it's not their favorite thing for us to review. So I will probably hold off a while before I review it, but um, they're there. I, I might watch them. We'll see. I've been, uh, it's a little tricky for me because when I do this podcast, I like to watch for the most part, the episodes, I'm going to say kind of fresh. Like I don't want to have had seen them before. Uh, so, you know, I don't watch ahead typically, uh, which is so hard for me um, because like right now I have all these junior episodes 
and I have the professionals now, and I have American Bake Off. I haven't even dove into American Bake Off yet. Um, you know, I was kind of waiting for Allison to come back. I don't know when that's going to happen. I, I really hope she does, guys. I mean, I, I miss her. She's a fantastic add to this show. We have so much fun together, and and uh, um, but uh, I don't know when she's coming back. It's just her work right now is just not allowing it. So uh, we're gonna have to just kind of roll with me. I, ho- I hope you're still still enjoying the show, though. I hope, I hope we're having a good conversation. Uh, the um, but I held off watching them, and but I want to watch them one at a time. So I don't, uh, you know, spoil it. I want, when I come on the show here and, and talk about it, I want it to be kind of fresh and exciting in my mind. And if I watch them and then rewatch them, it's not the same. I won't have the same emotions or maybe I will. Maybe I'll see something new and different. I don't know. Maybe I got to think about how I do it, but, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> the point being I'm chomping at the bit and so jealous of everyone that's got to watch all this already because I've been holding them in reserve, watching them one a week. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I hope it comes through how excited I am every week when, when, I, when I pull out an episode and get to watch it. Uh, other news, uh, Giuseppe, our friend, uh, has, um, you know, he was, he was my big choice. Uh, you know, you know it, we, when, we, when we did the... Uh, <laughs> the uh, pool the uh the, the game last time when we uh each picked kind of the fantasy league giuseppe was the very last one picked and he was picked by me so that goes to just show you how bad i am at this <laughs> we all were bad at that one we, none of us wanted giuseppe you know because you don't know anything about the bakers at, at the time you just kind of looking so, uh, i don't know I'm an engineer whatever no one picked him i got him last Lo and behold, he's he's a rock star and got his second book out called Giuseppe's Easy Bake. It's not out yet. It's actually out for pre-order. I don't know when the exact release date is, but uh, it's available for pre-order. 70 Easy Bakes and Sweet Treats, inspired by some of his father's recipes. Um, this comes about a year after his first book. Uh, so congratulations, Giuseppe. That's, that's fantastic news for you. Um, really, really happy that, uh, you're continuing to thrive. Uh, so I decided to do a let's let's see where they are now kind of thing again, and I decided to go to season eleven uh, with Hermine. On uh, I hadn't heard much from her, so I follow her on Instagram, and she doesn't post much, uh, but she's had some things going on. So for those who don't remember Hermine, she was season eleven. Uh, she grew up in uh, West Africa, moved to London in two thousand one for her education. Uh, you know, she started baking at kind of family gatherings and such like that, and then started really kind of baking at her own age eight. She said, I want to do this alone. She kind of went, started baking alone at eight. Imagine that. I mean, I, I, I was like playing with, with G.I. Joe's and stuff at eight. I never even, the, the thought of baking didn't even cross my mind. Uh, she really loves the high-end French baking. And you saw like in, when she was in Bake Off, that was, she prided herself kind of in the, in the intricacy of her bakes and things like that. Unfortunately, she did not make it to the finals. She was in the semifinals. Uh, so I'd say probably fourth place for lack of a better term. Uh, just shy of making it. But I was thinking, what is she doing now? Well, she too now has a book for pre-order. It's available. It's uh, for pre-order. It's called The Thrifty Baker. So uh, that will resonate with, with me <laughs> in terms of uh, uh, you know being able to to go out and, and do some really great bakes on a budget, right? So baking can be expensive. If you're using good ingredients, I mean, I'll tell you right now, it's like, 
man, I'll go sometimes. I'll go, oh, let's get the nice European butter. Oh, that's like eight bucks a block. And, uh, you know, eggs didn't, you know, eggs are cheaper, a little cheaper now than they were. Thank goodness. Uh, but you, you know, by the time I go and I buy four kinds of flowers and sugar, <laughs> it's, it is adding up to quite a, a little pantry of, of, uh, expense for folks. And so baking on a budget could be a great thing. So uh, I, I'm excited to kind of see the book. Um, I have, Got a log of books right now, and I need to kind of look through, but uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll pick it up at some point. Uh, she uh, her her Instagram, if you want to follow her, is uh, bake along with her mean. Uh, now she really hasn't posted a ton. Uh, she posted recently about the Baker the, th- the Thrifty Baker book, which was I think she posted that in like May, and then it's only like two or three posts since the New Year, so it's pretty rare she's on there. Even though she has almost a hundred thousand followers. Um, 2021 interviews I, I found about her you know they talked a little bit about what she does she's an accountant you know prior to bake off i don't she's she still does that or not she's i imagine she does it uh, unless her book is taken off um she has one child uh she was a semi-finalist as i mentioned she's also been in the holiday episode of bake off so she followed up and was on the holiday episode which is always fun uh she did a a special food truck recently i just saw this where it was uh uh, part of a, a Christian week or, or, or something along those lines. Uh, she did a special food truck based on kind of uh, a certain kind of pea. Uh, it was called Give Peas a Chance was the, the theme of the food truck. And it was kind of like uh, using these peas to make like a taco or something like that. It was it was a really African-inspired recipes. Uh, but the food truck was done uh, as a charity effort to help support the farming families in Malawi. Uh, to become more self-sufficient was really kind of goal. Uh, if you don't know, uh, uh, the country was recently hit earlier in the year with a massive cyclone. It, it, it hit the southern part of the country, left over 500,000 people without homes, and uh, also came at the worst time of the year because it wiped out many of the crops at their peak. So, um, you know, uh, I don't know if there's a way to donate to that kind of thing, but if you want to go see what her meme was up to, that was one of the things she's done. Uh, to help support those uh, those farmers, so Hermine, keep keep it up. We we love you. Hope you're hope you're successful and continue to to thrive with your new book. All right, so Bread Week. We are in heat a still Bread Week. Last week we lost uh, lost Joey. Um, Paul came back as Bread Judge. Now, okay, so I think this is double edged sword. Paul, I mean, you're baking for Paul. Hollywood, the king of bread. So that's exciting. But you're begging for Paul Hollywood, the king of bread. That's terrifying. Uh, I I mean, just thinking my own personal self, like the horrors I've had with some breads uh, and the results I've not achieved with bread. I think I I might be a little too nervous to to do well in front of Paul for for bread. Uh, I would... Uh, I, I would want Liam back for that one, I think, if I were one of those kids. But, you know, Paul was, not like Paul was going to be mean. It, it, but uh, just the, the concept of baking for him has to be a little intimidating, um, for, especially for little ones. But you know what? Maybe it's the opposite. You know, kids are like, eh, whatever. It's Paul Hollywood. They're excited. But it's Paul Hollywood. Yay, yay. Maybe they're less uh, self-conscious than us adults are. But um, anyways, Paul was back. Um um, I didn't know if again, I didn't know if it'd be stressful or not, but uh, they uh, had two bakes to do as usual. Um, let's start with the first one. The first one was steamed buns. So I, I think I've done steamed buns on the show before, but these were like 
panda steamed buns. Um, I, I, I say that, but maybe I'm wrong. That I, I remember steamers in the past, so I'm thinking. But Rav seemed to, to talk about the, the first time they've had a steamer. Maybe that was for the juniors, um, that the first time they've had a steamer. But steamed buns are supposed to look like little pandas um, filled with like kind of a ginger and a mushroom filling uh with panda shape and they had to make a little soy sauce as well so now they only had one hour which again crazy to me but uh you know they did help them a little bit so they had to make the dough uh so it was important to make make the dough correctly uh, the filling and stuff was already done so that i guess that helps a lot you know if the filling's already done fantastic and um the soy sauce i don't think it was a particularly uh, super over the top thing to make. It's just that you had to kind of reduce it down and add some gin, some garlic and, and such like that. Uh, that was kind of the, the task at hand. Now the, the other, the, the thing that uh, they had to do that was a little, um, I wonder if they added it just because these guys are kids and because the humor that ensued was, was quite high. They had to make like the main, they wanted a little pandas. So they had to take 50 grams of the dough and, use black food coloring to like knead it into the dough to make these these little uh little balls that uh would would be the the nose and the ears the panda and stuff such like that so their hands are you know like their hands are just totally looking like they're wearing black gloves <laughs> lola lola in particular she her hands were both i don't know how she did both sides of her hands were black like, had, like, it's like she had little driver gloves <laughs> i was rolling i was rolling i'm like oh my god they had to do this on purpose just because they knew of the chaos uh she was uh all, all into it um you know it, it was quite messy uh, for, for many of the little bakers uh let's see so watching the, the the bakers do their thing uh just going kind of down my list you know lola she just didn't roll the dough out. She made her old dough. Made the, everyone made the dough, I think, quite well. I think, you know, uh, uh, Kezia used all her milk kind of right away, which I think was, was I mean, she just said my dough wasn't coming together. So I guess, okay, use all the milk. Um, but, uh, you know, everyone's dough seemed to come together pretty simply. I mean, everyone had a dough to work with. Uh, Lola just didn't roll hers out. She kind of just took it, uh, flattened it just a little bit, but it looked like it was about half inch thick when she tried to roll the mushroom inside. So she wasn't able to get much filling in in hers. So you knew right away they were going to kind of be, I'm going to say bready for lack of a better term. Um, the, uh, you know, Mia's looked kind of messy uh, when she when she put them together. Uh, she looked a little lost to me. Um, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, her bakes have been turning out pretty good. I mean, but she just kind of looks like she's always looking around what other people are doing. Um, and so, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I don't know if she, how far she's going to go in the competition because of that particular thing. I don't know. I just feel like she's a little, maybe, I don't want to say overhead, but it's, you know, just watching her, it's like she definitely looks like the least confident baker out there. Uh, but again... Then, then she'll flip and totally be super confident. Like I'm doing this, and it's gonna be better, right? So I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to judge. Um, but just watching—that's the sense I'm getting. She looked a little, little lost when she was doing this. Uh, Macy's uh, looked, a little, looked a little messy. Uh, the kind of food coloring everywhere. Um, uh, Eliza, uh, she's cool under. I like her. Uh, she's probably one of the little, little older ones in the tent. Uh, she is 
always seems to be cool under pressure, always, you know, kind of smiling. She's, you know what I love about her? She is always willing to help someone. Like she has no no hesitation. She'll come over and say, "Yep, yeah, yeah, that looks good." You know, and, and, and has a problem. She'll come. Like you know, we're skipping ahead a little bit when you know Lola was trying to open the little freezer door. I mean, if you watch the episode, it's it's a it's funny. It's just so fun to watch. She, she's so tiny. She's she's trying to she'll open the freezer. She'll run over to get her bake, and the freezer door closes again. She can't get it. She can't reach the darn thing. With, with both hands so she's just trying to get the thing so Liza comes over Eliza comes over opens it for her and Lola's talking to her Liza walks away she with closes again <laughs> but point being Eliza seems very very kind and and but like on, just on top of it she is like on top of her bakes um uh I think she's gonna go far because of that I think she's uh cool under pressure and, and something uh uh, gets challenging she'll she'll take it on um kiki um he messed up a little bit he when he making he made his dough which came out fine uh and he's supposed to take off 50 grams well he he kind of had it set on i think it was on ounces like he had a big giant ball of dough left and he didn't have much he rolled his out well but he didn't have much dough uh, to make his, uh, I forget, maybe it was six, uh, six little, little, little buns and show his, his are really small in size, uh, versus everything. He had this big giant ball of black dough left because he used the, used the scale a little wrong. And they, they maybe could have, could have, uh, simplified that and not made the, the kids figure out how to use the scale. Cause it's a digital scale. And, you know, I have one of these, you, you just hit the button a few times, um, and it'll give you like fluid ounces ounces pounds whatever he had like four or five choices on on metrics so i don't know i felt felt bad for him but he, he didn't seem to care he, he was rocking and rolling um let's see uh will uh he was he was he did a nice job with his i felt was really paying attention to the neatness of it and making sure it sealed the bun seal, sealed up well with the mushroom filling inside uh so i liked what he was doing with that kezia uh, you know, her technique looked really good. Like she would fill it, but then she kind of did like the, she kind of rolled the seam underneath it. She had the nice smooth uh, finish on top and a nice looking little steamed bun. Uh, so I thought she did a really nice job with her technique and such. Um, and, you know, right away right where they do this, they talk about panda steam. It's Eliza's like, what sort of technical is that? I need to talk to Raph about that. <laughs> like she was already like, uh, uh, like what, what, what's going on here? Uh, the, the big challenge with this one was the proofing. So you had to proof your dough. Um, and uh, if you, it, and, and then also how long to, to steam it. So those are kind of two things. Proof it. Uh, and they kind of gave instructions how long to proof it. And so some folk, like a like, couple forgot to set a timer. Um, but they would pull it out. They, they they looked, you know, hopefully if they'd been made well, they would have a little rise to them. And then when you put them in the steamer, the key is we've known from steamers in the past. So I know we've had them in the, in the past. We've talked about this um, is do not open it. Put it in the steamer and do not open it. Uh, and so Kiki opened his a little bit and looked in. But I, I think for the most part, they all kind of played by that rule. Uh, the uh, The key is, you know, the challenge for them is knowing when they're done. You know, they they kind of gave them, I think, I believe they gave them like a steaming time. And 
the challenges, if they open them, they don't necessarily look done. If you ever have a steamed bun, they kind of look a little raw almost. But everyone seemed to come out okay with, with in general. I mean, there were some, some challenges, so let's get into that. Uh, oh, the, and then the sauce. All right, the, I'm sorry, the final component. I forgot about that, the sauce. Now, with the sauce, it's really about getting it going the right temperature, boiling some of it off so it gets the right consistency and thickness, and then making sure you put in the right amount of garlic. Um, you know, taste it a little bit, see how it is, right? Uh, going, you know, a couple, the only challenge I really saw on that one was uh, my little friend Lola, where she basically said, I turned the stove up to nine, <laughs> so it'll go faster. <laughs> well, interesting theory. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you could see hers was really, bo- it was kind of boiling down and it probably burnt a little bit or it, released almost all its moisture because there wasn't much left at the end but she she and she just kind of took all the garlic and just dumped it right in uh so um that didn't go well uh (laughs) so with hers uh with the results um she uh, you know they again they 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 commented and it was a little bit all over the place in kinds of sizes and shapes hers were not the neatest looking uh she did boil her sauce and it uh it uh, tasted pretty bad. It was, uh, you saw the judges' faces wince a little bit, like, ooh, this would be great as a marinade. <laughs> and that was, uh, so you get kind of the, the sense of the concentrations he may have had. It was quite, quite strong. Um, Mia, uh, not really neat with hers. I mean, it was a little underproofed and, and, and raw. They were kind of small, a little messy, underproof, and, and, and actually a little bit raw, which, you don't really want. So I think she understeamed hers, uh, obviously, right? Uh, Macy, uh, again, underproofed um, uh, or, uh, or, or or steamed too, too little, something like that. Um, so I think she was okay, but not great. Um, they're a little messy. Her, her pandas, like the food color kind of got onto the non-panda part a little bit. And so her, her neatness really wasn't, wasn't strong. Eliza's uh, going, went really well. Uh, hers, hers were um, good panda face. You kind of see it, uh, kind of a a, a good uh, a good skin on them. You know the uh, uh, the uh, bake was good, uh, very good flavor, and, and the sauce was good as well. So they gave her high marks uh, from the judges. Um, you know Kiki, obviously his were just really tiny. Uh, color got he had some food coloring issues as well. Um, very definite. He made little panda faces, but they just were a little too tiny. He, he totally messed up with with that, and uh, the taste was was fine as well. Uh, well, neat needed more proofing though. Uh, didn't quite proof them enough. Uh, Kezias were really good. They were smooth, uniform, and for that she took home the technical. Uh, she was first in technical, followed by Eliza, um, who, who who did really well as I mentioned. Uh, Will, Kiki, Macy. Mia, and then my little friend Lola. So, uh, yeah. So that was that was the technical. Um, I think it was a, it was a good one because it, de- it demonstrated you know can they make a dough? Okay, can yes they, yes, they can make a dough. Uh, can they uh, work with dough well and form form these little buns? So they, they threw the challenge in with the you know, making it something cute with the with the panda and, and uh, you know how, can you keep your neatness when working with this squid ink whatever the heck they use for coloring it was it was so jet black um and then you know proofing and do you trust 
the bake, right? You know, can you do you have the discipline to kind of trust the proofing in the bake and and know know what to do? Um, so I think that there was a good test in that. I, I, you know, I, it didn't seem like no one seemed super crushed on on time um, to to get these done. So I thought it was good. All right, so moving to the second bake. Second bake, we had um, you had to make your hero in bread. Um, I, I didn't. I, it's fine, I guess. Uh, I, I I'm not usually huge on the make a thing, you, you know, like a a figure or or face or whatever. Um, because I always find that it's becomes a little too much about that, and the bakes don't seem as exciting to me. But and eh, whatever, you know, it's not my show. Um, the had the, the the good thing about this, they had two hours. Again, this has to be like the child labor law stuff. Um, two hours to do this, and for that reason, they were allowed to make their dough the day before and proof them. Um, which was okay. So this worked out interestingly. There were a, a few you could see they pulled out like Eliza, Eliza pulled hers out. It had exploded out of the bowl and was rolling over into the pan. It was so much proofing now from what i could see and tell the ones that had that super proof i call it it was her and it was uh uh kezia uh in particular and maybe maybe macy's i don't remember exactly but it was because of the type of dough uh both uh, uh macy and uh and eliza and uh no it wasn't kezia i'm sorry Oh, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. Eliza did have Brio. It was Brio. Brio seemed to be the one that exploded. Now, again, I think it might be because it's a sweeter dough and there's more sugar. And so the yeast goes nuts and, and pigs out and, and kind of blows over. Because, I, and I remember Paul coming up and talking to them about their dough and they said, Oh, you, you proofed a brioche overnight. And, and it like, it was a surprise to, to proof it that long. He says, No wonder Paul goes, I'm surprised it wasn't crawling out of the tent. <laughs> um so uh but again it's like they they had to do it the day before because of the time allowed so i'm not sure how they got around that and you know maybe they should have asked the kids hey are you what are you making and then said okay you can make it like two hours before as opposed to a day before so it doesn't super proof anywho's um who's making what uh lola was making a uh uh, a captain, uh, a brioche with hazelnuts, chocolate, uh, and boiled icing, uh, to look like Captain Tom. Captain Tom is a British, British hero. Um, and so that was hers. He had a picture of Captain Tom <laughs> and, uh, when, uh, she, uh, st he, she started talking about her and showing that the pans and stuff, you know, I, I, I love Harry. He, he's just like, is that Boris Johnson? <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> It was so cute. Um, Mia, um, there were, okay, so there were two uh, Frida Kalos. So famous artist, uh, inspiration uh, type of person. So both Mia and I believe it was Eliza did that. Yes, yes, Eliza did the, did the Frida as well. Um, so we had a little bit of a competition on that in terms of, you know, not really, but, you know, you know the rank and the same person. So, uh, but uh, Mia's was uh, going to be a honey dough uh, with, uh, you know, kind of a sweet uh, filled plat um, on it as well. Um, Macy did a brioche with icing sugar 
Uh, very here's a very simple. This a I'm gonna make a good brioche with icing sugar on top of Tony Tony Duggan, which I believe is a, uh, a UK soccer uh, football. I, it's, in the US, it's soccer, and UK it's a football player. Uh, just keeping it simple. So that could be a, that could go two ways for her. Um, did she put enough challenge into it? Could that put her at risk? Does it uh, make her just taste great? Because if you focus on it and she does something she does really well, then maybe it tastes fantastic. And when that happens, maybe you just put you to the top. Uh, Kiki, uh, he did it again. A little guy, I tell you, he does some more complicated things than I would think a child of his age should do. He did a Spanish milk bread with vanilla and cinnamon. And okay, so his story was the cutest. Absolutely broke your know, break your heart, but it like warmed your heart. Um, it also had kind of an apple. Uh, kind of thing going on with it as well with an apple dipping sauce i believe um he did one to describe his he did one in in, in his in the as his teacher like yeah i guess he had a teacher for the first four years of school and when they when they paul and rab i mean it's, it's making me choke up it's, it's that emotional it was like when rab and paul asked somebody he goes i just love her she's i always feel safe with her and oh my god i mean like that teacher has to be crying like her eyes out when she reads when she sees that because you could not see a better tribute to a teacher it was absolutely adorable i mean little kiki won my heart that day uh it was just just kind and sweet um i only would hope someday anyone would feel that way about me because he loved that teacher um will uh, he took on he did he did a nice tribute to his uncle who was a doctor uh, and during the pandemic was in the in the emergency rooms and all that. It was a sweet sh- uh, uh, challah bread uh, with cinnamon and uh, white fondant for the beard that his his, his uh, uncle has. Um, the uh, Kezia did a uh, Gemma Wilson. I guess he's a some kind of YouTuber cupcake Gemma. I guess her name is. Uh, she did a brioche, apple cinnamon brioche, three three dips to go with it. Um, and when they came up, I mean, Kezia, she puts a lot of pressure on herself. She does some really tough stuff, and she does a lot usually. She's usually taking on a lot. And like, Paul and Rab asked her, go, hey, you're taking on a lot. You know, isn't it? Maybe you should think about that a little bit. And they asked her, have you made this in the time limit? Uh, not yet. <laughs> So she puts the pressure on herself yet again. Um, and then Eliza, uh, she was the one that had to do, she had a, that thing was a dough blob. I think it came right out of the bowl. It looked like a, a monster coming out onto the pan. She also had the Frida Kahlo, as I mentioned. Uh, a sweet brioche, kind of, but she had three flavors going on. So she took on a lot as well. A hazelnut chocolate, hazelnut chocolate, pistachio honey, apricot, and then walnut cinnamon. So three flavors. Um, so what challenges they have? Uh, a few things came up. Uh, proofing, 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 proofing. So, yeah, obviously everyone did the first proofing overnight. Uh, then they would kind of make their their uh, things. They'd make their uh, you know add the stuff to their dough, and and then they would uh, uh, you know make the loaves or whatever shapes they're making and all that. Um, and then oftentimes they would second proof. Second proof would allow the whole thing to kind of rise and get ready, you know, get some air in it. So when you bake, great. You get a nice fluffy texture and good bread. Uh, a couple of people skipped that. A couple of people 
they said, well, it proves so much. They didn't go for a second proof to save time. Eliza, she skipped that. Um, Will, he skipped that. So those two did not do a second proof. Um, Will also had a little bit of a burning issue. Part of his bake, he made a stethoscope. I did at first. I'm like, what is he make? What is that? And I, I realized it was a stethoscope. Uh, but it, first one, he, he it totally burned. It just because he had it up at the same time as the main loaf, like the main head, torso, whatever you call it. And I think he put him at the same time. He just didn't check it quick enough. I, he, I think he meant to take it out earlier. He didn't. He had to make a second time. Still didn't quite look great. Um, so he had a little challenge with that. Luckily, he had extra dough left over to make some, make that. Uh, I'm going to see other challenges. Other people did a pretty good bake. Uh, everyone had, you know, seemed to come together. You know, Lola, she put a ton of hazelnuts and chocolate in hers. I'm worried that was going to be a problem. Turned out not to be. Turned out to be very good. Um, and then other kinds of things that were happening uh, was not, I mean, I didn't really have any other notes. It, I feel like everyone kind of did a great, great bake overall. So there really wasn't a ton of talk about uh, but that's skipping that second uh, second proof didn't pay off. So when we got to the, the, the judging, uh, right away, the two that kind of caught the underproofing uh, curse from Paul, Eliza, and Will. Underproofed. Didn't go well, you know, from, from that perspective. But with Eliza, her, her, her presentation was, was really good. The, 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 Figure she had the the the, Kilo, the uh, Frida Frida Kahlo looked really good. The breads are actually good; they're just underproofed. Uh, could have been proofed a bit a uh, bit longer. So that's the one thing maybe kept her from escalating a little bit more. Uh, Kezia, good on both heart, both parts. Hers looked good. Uh, flavor was great. Uh, Kiki, he is underproofed as well. His but but, but they loved the flavor. So. And it looked great. I mean, I will say it's his, um, uh, the tribute to his teacher was really colorful, tons of colors. So he's really good at that. He he is very good at, um, uh, adding color to his bakes. And, um, so I think that's going to help him if they get into more decorative stuff for sure. Uh, just a little underproofed on his, uh, Macy, did it pay off? It paid off. She made a fantastic tasting uh, brioche. Uh, the icing sugar looked good. She didn't get the. She didn't have time to get the numbers of the. That didn't, they didn't mention it. So uh, it looked good. The icing sugar and the brioche paid off. It looked like a great bake, really consistent. Uh, so good job on her. Uh, Mia also had a great bake. Her head uh, of of uh, uh, Frida Kahlo looked looked really good as well. Uh, nice design. Uh, I liked Eliza's a little bit, but Eliza's a little older too, so we gotta give give her some some props on on that. Um, but the flavor was great in her. She did a very good bake uh, on hers, and then uh, Lola, it was fantastic, fantastic bake. Look, I mean, she looked it looked really good. She had <laughs> definitely had the Captain Tom. You could see it. It, it, it was there. Um, she did good color. I mean, everything looked looked. I mean, again, particularly for like a nine-year-old, really good-looking bake. Uh, so good job, uh, Lola. And then Will, underproofed, underproofed. Uh, unfortunately, uh, had a little bit of burning on it um, on the stethoscope, and it kind of broke a little bit. 
So unfortunately, because of that, uh, he got sent home. He was our uh, victim this week in the Bake Off uh, saga. Uh, you know, despite having a pretty good technical, he was, uh, I believe, what, third, I said? Yeah, thir third in the technical. But unfortunately, didn't save him. So that's that's the that's the the bake off struggle. And so it just also goes to show that technical definitely doesn't weigh as heavy. Um, uh, but I was trying to think who else would have went. I mean, frankly, I mean Eliza's was a little underproofed, but it was good. Uh, his I, I just didn't think it just didn't have it. So uh, it, it cost him uh, the 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 burning and the underproofing. It just didn't didn't. Uh, didn't pull it off. So, but we did have a star baker and that ended up being Kezia. Kezia did a great job. She first in the technical strong bake, uh, in the, uh, in the showstopper and, uh, well-deserved. I think, you know, it's funny. She doesn't show a ton of emotion, uh, but, uh, you could tell she was really happy and, um, uh, it, it paid, it, it paid off. She worked hard, did some difficult stuff, particularly with her, uh, making the four different, uh, three or four different dips, uh, and it paid off for it. So congratulations, Kezia. Anyway, so that is our wrap-up of Bake Off Juniors Episode 3. Uh, looking forward to seeing Episode 4. I believe after after this episode coming up, they go to Heat B, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to, I'll have to check myself on that. It's either that or after two more. But um, excited to see how it turns out, and I will see you all next time on Scrummy Handshakes. Bye-bye.